Hello everyone, welcome back to my product chat series. Today our product chat guest is Victoria, someone who I regularly follow for amazing product related content. Victoria is currently working at Amazon as a senior product manager and today we will be discussing about her journey as to how others can transition into the field. Hi Victoria, I'm so excited to speak to you today. How's your day going? Hi Rufeta, really nice to meet you. Um, it's, it's just going really well. How about yourself? It's going good. Thank you for your time today. Uh, so sure. the first thing I want to ask you about is why did you go for product management? Like, why did you choose this as a career? Yeah, 100%. Um, so it's always been enticing to me. I was very much interested in building different products, um, taking ideas from just the concept to reality. And I've had a very unique path towards product management. So I'm happy to talk about this with you. Okay, sounds good. Uh, what's, what is your like, what it's like about your journey? Like, did you start um, like after you graduate as a product manager or how did you transition? No, I've actually, I have a degree in law, which is, I guess, not that common among product managers. And I was actually planning on going into diplomacy, international relations. Uh, this was sort of my path. Um, and I did get an opportunity to work in um, diplomacy in a diplomatic role. Mm -hmm. And when I've learned what this actually means, I realized that this is not something that I want. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to transition to education tech because learning new skills, education, I participated in a lot of volunteering. And so this was something that was really, really attractive to me. Okay. And by gaining that industry experience, I was able to later on transition to a product manager in that similar space, um, upskilling people. Makes sense. Um, so what's, uh, what is one thing that you like about your job and one thing, you know, it's like you dislike about your job? Yeah. 100%. Um, what I really love about this job is that I get to sharpen my thinking mm -hmm. because you really need to think about, okay, what am I missing? What is the most important thing we can do for the customer? Um, what are some of the risks? What are the trade-offs that we need to think about? What are some of the dependencies? Who did we not think about? Um, who did not we include? Or is can this be done in a better way? Mm -hmm. So this is something that I really love and it makes me learn new things, really understand that, okay, I can do something, I can I can come up with a better solution or I can, you know, drive better insights from a user interview. So this is, const this is very much a constant learning process for me and I really love that about this job. What do I hate? Um, I don't think... I don't think I hate something. Um, I don't think I there is one thing that I hate. I think what I find challenging is um, I kind of work in the area of sales enablement right now, which means upskilling sellers. Mm -hmm. And I find there there is, it's almost like you have to learn so many things. Mm -hmm. And then once you learn one thing, there is like 10 more things you need to learn at the same time. I love learning, but at this time, while I have not, I have not been with my team long enough, I find this a little bit challenging when you have, there's just too many things at the same time. And um, 
yeah, just trying to prioritize and understand what I need to learn um, at this moment versus the second one later. Makes sense. Okay. So you already uh, told me some of your job duty. What is a day in a life of a product manager? Sure. Um, so what it looks like for me can be a little different. Um, really depends on the team, on a specific um, stage you're at, uh, depends on the company, super different. I'm on a very new team, uh, rather new team, and I'm in the product discovery phase. Mm -hmm. So I only have a hypothesis of what kind of product um, I'm going to build. And right now I'm interviewing a lot of users. I'm writing documents. Amazon has a very big um, writing, doc writing culture. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm trying to do is I'm interviewing users. I'm trying to uncover um, what struggles they're facing, uh, what their day-to-day -day look like, um, what can I do to help kind of drive value and so drive value to the business. Mm -hmm. And I get alignment from stakeholders by writing documents and by coming up with different solutions and outlining what risks there are to kind of to each one. So this is a very early stage, but later on I'll transition to working with engineering teams to actually build out that solution and then track an improvement over time. Makes sense. Sounds good. Um, what phase do you like the most, like the product discovery stage or more like when you are towards the execution phase? Um, that's hard to say. I do... I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to lie. I love um, starting something new from scratch. Okay. So, and I'm currently at this stage uh, with my team. So it's it's pretty exciting because you get to see, okay, there was just an idea concept and now it's something more because you actually talk to users and you were able to uncover what their real life is like. And then you get to work with that and improve it. Hmm. Okay. Um, it's very rewarding. Like at the end of the day, like when you're completing everything, when you're done with the product, it's very rewarding. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you, what product manager offers to the team? Like I know there's like we always speak to different like people, engineers, data analysts, and everyone like on the team. What specifically product managers offer to the team? Yeah, hundred percent. So I'm sure if you ask different product managers, they would say a different thing, but and the way I see this is the product manager is the person that is responsible for kind of orchestrating um, the work of different people. And that work is supposed to drive value for the business. Mm -hmm. And the way to drive value for the business is they uncover what is the real customer need. So product manager is at the core. Yes, there are other people that are involved, UX researcher, engineers, they build out the actual solution, but product manager is the person that is the voice of the customer. And so that person really drives this insights uh, from customer interviews, from customer behavior and understands, okay, this is where the business needs to go and make the case working with different teams. Okay, this is the direction we need to go. This is why we need to launch that and connect that to users. So um, this is how I see it. Um, other people may say different things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And a follow-up question on what you said. Um, since the product manager speaks to a lot of people on it, like a lot of people on a daily basis, how important it is for a product manager to be like a people's person and like they love talking or like they are social. 
Well, I found it super useful because sometimes you need to convince stakeholders mm -hmm. because you are actually the person that has insights about um, the struggle, the problem, customer problem. And then you do need people skills to kind of convince mm -hmm. because if you don't and the company is going a different way, well, this was your responsibility. So um, that's one. Two, you really need to build trust with your engineering team. Um, it is not always easy. Um, and I've spoken with a lot of product managers at Amazon, at different companies, and they say that's number one thing that will determine your success. Mm -hmm. So um, be the partner to your engineer, not someone who tells engineers what to do. And then um, the way you collaborate with other people, the way you build out products is you bring them, you bring your UX researcher and your engineer early mm -hmm. so that they understand uh, context better and therefore you have better products because you need to utilize other people's expertise. Therefore, uh, it's very important that you're approachable, you're a social person, you know how to build trust with others. So super important. Mm, I love that advice on how you can connect with the engineers. Thank you for that. Um, so when you um, interview any product managers, like any new uh, product managers, what do you look for in a candidate? So I don't yet. Um, I've been at Amazon for just about five months okay. and I haven't started interviewing other people, but um, I'm, so I can't really talk about this just yet, but uh, what I found makes a great product manager. And I've talked to a lot of people on LinkedIn. A lot of people reach out to me for advice on helping them transition, you know, on how do they, how can they translate their experiences if they come from a different industry um, I can relate to that because I did the same. So what I see, what I feel like a great product manager is someone who, despite their circumstance, mm -hmm. can, you know, actually take an initiative, took initiative and try to get that experience without actually um, getting, you know, without actually uh, getting the PM job first. So they kind of tried it out. They either build their own products or they try to transition within their own company or someone they just, you know, try to build something out, something, something simple as a community, for example, which is, it's, it's a big deal as well. If someone can do something from scratch and can drive adoption or can drive value to people, that's, that person can definitely do a product manager job. I'm not saying that's going to be easy because each experience really has, you know, each experience has its own kind of nuances mm -hmm. but I this kind of tells me if I know the person has think has done more than was expected or is always looking to take in more responsibility I know this person can learn skills to become a PM makes sense so um coming back to the same thing uh since you mentioned about like starting something from scratch I know there's a lot of schools right now like product schools like online courses uh, they help anyone to build any you know product from scratch what do you think about those schools and what do you think about any other certifications um if you have done any 100 so i've done i did product school um okay. last year and i i think it helped me a lot mm -hmm. it's pretty pricey i don't know if that's the right program for everyone but i did a lot more than just attending the the workshop and doing the work uh, doing the work that was expected, I I built my portfolio. Okay. It really helped me kind of translate my previous experiences to okay. product. Uh, and this really 
was um, very, very helpful during the interviews, especially when they were asking behavioral questions. So I had this structure in my head just because I have created the portfolio. Mm -hmm. uh, I utilized um, our instructor. We had an instructor from Uber. Okay. And I would just reach out to to that person and ask questions about career, about product. Um, this was extremely, extremely helpful. So each class I had questions. I was I was really trying to learn as much as I can in a short period of time. And also I attended every mentoring session that the bootcamp had. They had an incredible, um, incredible career coach. And I would just show up twice a week whenever there was a mentoring session and each time I made changes to my resume and this this way I've learned what it takes you know to to go from non-pm resume to a pm resume and this has really worked out well I've networked a lot on LinkedIn really trying to be humble and asking advice from different people and you know you need patience because not everyone will respond but generally people are generous so, and that's why actually I write on LinkedIn because this was not an easy journey and I try to share um, what I know with many different people on LinkedIn. Wow. I love that. Thank you. Um, so how do you like stand out as an applicant? What skills do you think um, a PM requires? Yeah. So this will really, the answer will really depend on the company, the industry, the role, the PM industry is expanding from what I've seen. Um, when I was interviewing for different jobs, maybe five, six months back, mm -hmm. I've seen that some of the roles, they are, you know, they are non-technical and they don't actually require working with engineers. They do require interviewing users, improving the product, but they don't require engineers. So um, this is actually a great start for someone who doesn't have technical skills. And then if they really want to um, be working with engineers, then they could a lot more easier transition mm -hmm. to a different role. But that's a great start because this is um, this at its core is is a product manager job because you drive insights from user interviews and then you improve product to drive value for business. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a great option. Okay. Um, some companies require PMs to be more technical than someone who transitions from engineering manager or someone who has engineering background that would be a great fit um, if you come from I don't know if you're a teacher or from healthcare um, you're a great candidate to transition to healthcare startup or edtech startup and you need to find those kind of parallels between your experience and then the kind of roles that are out there and try to really you can stand out by really leveraging your strength you don't need to go out for roles that specifically ask for something that you know is your weakness or you don't have experience in. You, there are always, always be roles where, uh, where you can actually say, okay, this is what I've done in the past mm -hmm. and this is what the role is asking for and I can clearly see how I can do that. And then in case you don't have any kind of experience, you can always try to find a problem in your space, wherever you're in your school, at your work or in the industry you're working in and build something that is very simple and that solves a problem that you can immediately take in front of the users. Um, and this way you have no restrictions as to, you know, you, you can drive. A lot of people tell me that sometimes they are not able to track their achievements because their employer, you know, wouldn't give them 
uh, the freedom to do that, or there were some restrictions at the workplace. When you're building your own product, you can take it from zero to whatever you, you want to take it to. So that's a really great way um, to to learn. And as long as you're really going through the entire process from problem definite problem discovery to user interviews, getting user feedback, iteration. So in this case, it becomes an incredibly valuable experience uh, that you can leverage in your interviews. Right. Okay. So some of the keywords that you use for a new product manager, someone who recently graduated, a lot of people, like they want to get into product management, but again, if they want to start their own thing, they don't know about these keywords, like what is the actual steps that they want to take when creating a product. Um, do you recommend any books or any like other ways someone can learn that? Yeah, 100%. Um, so there is an amazing, amazing book mm -hmm. um, that I read last year. It's called The Write It. Okay. The Write It. Uh, I think by Alberto Savoia, he worked at Google in the past, and he actually talks about different prototyping, uh, scrappy prototyping methods that anyone can utilize before actually building software. And in fact, uh, with the tools that are available today, you don't need a software product. You can build uh, a Notion page, or you can even start being a LinkedIn creator and position yourself as a product, and you show that, okay, I went from zero to this number by X, Y, and Z. And this will already show that you are solving someone's problem. If you can clearly articulate who your target audience is, who you're solving for, did you launch any resources? Did you launch any free products or paid products? And this will actually show that you understand the target audience, you understand who you're solving for, how to solve this problem, and you can show increase in the some of the metrics that you were tracking, whether comments or engagement, or maybe you launched a free resource while you were a creator, and you 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 connected that resource to Google Analytics, so you can see, okay, zero people used it three months ago. Now X number of people use that, and these are interviews that I've conducted with some of the people. This is what I uncovered. This is how. If I were to, I don't know, run it full time, this is what I would do. So it's more about really showcasing how you're thinking and um, your potential, especially if you're starting out. Wow. So okay. there's so many ways to to really, really show your experience. Um, you don't even need to build software at this point. Okay. I did not even think about it that way. Like being a creator, can show it as a product as well. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I'll definitely read that book. Um, just the last few questions. Um, so whenever you look at any resume, if someone reaches out to you, what do you think um, a new product manager has like three main issues with their resume? 100%. One, um, they are not connecting what they've done to impact value for the business. Okay. And I know this, this sometimes it's hard to do, but you can also leverage other people within your company or, you know, you can even think, okay, this is, this is my immediate impact, but what does it mean? What did it lead to? Or what did I think it led to? And as long as you can back up your calculation and explain, okay, I did not have responsibility or I didn't have the power over where this is, this, this went, but this was the scope. This is the, before I started, this is what I was thinking. This was the, 
impact that I was supposed to have. And it does work as long as you're transparent with um, what what the how you were thinking about this. Um, the second thing is a lot of people, they start with, um, they do not start with the most important impact. Okay. They wait, you know, they're the way to say, they put the impact in the end, something like I did X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 resulting in, I don't know, X percentage improvement. But here's the thing, recruiters don't have a lot of time. So if you put the impact last, they might not even get to that. So you need to kind of, you need to talk more confidently about what you've done. And then you put that impact first. So led X improvement or drove X value. Um, so, and the third thing I would say, people usually try to put a lot of different tools um, in their resume, such mm -hmm. as, okay, this, are, this is the software that I can use. When in fact, they need to show um, what they've done with that software. Awesome. So, yeah. So, uh, for example, instead of saying, you know, adding the skill section, you put a lot of different things that are all the software that you know that you may or may not have used. What you do is you put, okay, built a no code, no code, uh, I don't know, um, onboarding tool. Then you add in, in the brackets, you add what tool did you use? So they know you actually know how to use it because, because you know, this is the outcome that recruiter can actually read and see, okay, I now I know this person knows when and how to use this tool. Sure. And one important thing is, especially if you're coming from a unique, non-traditional kind of background, is adding more details towards your bullet points, uh, to your bullet points, because for example, it's very, very important to talk about what kind of products you worked on, even if it's a product adjacent role or it's a marketing role, something that is not directly product related so that they know you have industry expertise or expertise experience around specific type of products. Mm -hmm. And also it shows, you know, how you achieve the outcome. So a lot of people, they just say, buy, I don't know, achieved by doing analytics or something like that. Okay, what did you use? Like, what method was it? Did you, what was your thinking process? How did you, how did you uncover this problem? So the more detail you provide, the, the better, but it still need to be concise within the bullet point. So it's still, you know, people need to learn this a little bit, but once they see um, a good example or, um, when they see like a good example, then it becomes a lot easier. Yeah. So a lot of detail, it, it kind of shows how you're thinking about your products and it kind of shows exactly what tools you operate and what kind of methods and approaches you use towards solving problems. Okay. That's what matters. Thank you so much. Like I'm thinking about my resume right now whenever you're sharing all that. So this is very, very helpful. Thank you. Um, the last question, um, what advice would you have for any new product managers who are just graduating or who wants to trans uh, transition into product management? Yeah. So if I were to start this over, um, and I became interested in product management a lot earlier, I would say I would try to, if I'm a student, let's say I just got into university, I would try to get as much experience as I can, uh, during the summers and throughout the year. It doesn't even matter if it's product related, product management, 
or it's something that is related or similar, mm -hmm. just get that business experience, get experience driving value for the business and then leverage the strengths uh, and leverage things that you've learned that are unique to you towards transitioning and try to apply for those um, either APM programs or rotational PM programs. They're a really great way to get into product management. I didn't have the opportunity to leverage, but I know a lot of people who've gone through them and has been a really great experience. You can learn different parts of the business. And also when you're in school, you can try to launch, you know, either through startup clubs, entrepreneurship clubs, your, your own product, because when you don't have uh, people telling you what to do, you can learn the most. You have the freedom to kind of experiment and while you're in school, you have your entire, you know, university, uh, you know, target audience, launch something for the students, uncover problems that universities face and solve that problem for universities. And then by the time you graduate, you have, you know, the whole portfolio of experiences that you've done, internships that you've done, and also a real product that you've built. It's a great place to learn. Um, so that's what I would do. Yeah. Just want to thank you. That sums up all my questions. So thank you so, so much again. This was very descriptive. Thank you for all the advice. Sure. Thank you, Feta.